0: Well, hey there, I'm Lauren Dimmitt waters and I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who's been covering beauty, style, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all of the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll find the foremost experts to unearth what's new, what works, and even what you shouldn't waste your money on. I'm on the hunt for the latest and greatest discoveries and strategies to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. Today, my guest is Chaz Dean. At an early age, he picked up photography as a way of capturing images on film. Later, he enrolled in cosmetology school where he discovered an innate talent in cutting, coloring, and the art of makeup. Conceiving his patented groundbreaking one line of hair bath and body products, Chaz not only published, pushed, excuse me, beyond the boundaries of industry conventions, but revolutionized the way people care for their hair. Wen was created from this belief, replacing the harsh chemicals and detergents and most other products with natural botanical ingredients to nourish and attain healthy hair and scalp. Chaz expanded his vision internationally through QVC and Guthy Ranker. Chaz and Wen have also honored, have been honored with awards such as Best Beauty Concept, Rising Star, and Best Shampoo Conditioner. Away from the chair, Chaz spends most of his time seeking balance Through his morning yoga and Pilates sessions, afternoon hikes with his puppies, joining the company of friends, and ending each day with a sense of peace and serenity through spiritual meditation. He contributes to a number of organizations, but nothing brings Chaz more satisfaction than helping women everywhere to rediscover their beauty the healthy and natural way. Hi, Chaz. How are you? Welcome. Hello. I am not looking. We just talked before this. I'm not looking so great. We are recording this while I have COVID and I am mortified because we are on video, although you guys can't see it. He can see me and I'm not my best. And I'm telling you I have COVID because in case I start coughing or having a coughing attack, (laughs) we'll know why. But we've got water. We've got cough drops. We should be good to go. So enough about that. How are you doing, Chaz? I have so many questions for you because... I told you I listened to you on Jeff Lewis's show (laughs) on SiriusXM, and I love listening to the two of you banter. So I'm hoping that we have. (laughs) I will not bust your chops as much as he does. I promise. But I do want to talk about women in midlife and our hair because it changes. And I want to ask you first and foremost, what is the number one complaint you hear from your clients in midlife about their hair?
1: That is thinner. I have thin hair, thinning hair. What do I do? That's not even people that sit in our chair or come to the salon. I go live on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook almost mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. And I it's guaranteed I'm going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I, that's my number one is what do you have for thinning hair? What can I do for thinning hair? It's, it's the number one, especially and i'm sorry you did disclose about your covid that you have it and it's your third time that especially with covid it, uh, it contributes to that so not only was it also the hormones and you know the thyroid and medications or illness or hereditary or whatever the reasons are now we throw covid into the mix a lot stress was always there but the stress of covid makes it worse so True. It's, it's it's all around more than ever and it's like i tell ask people have you had covid i'm like okay here's what i want you to do so it's The number one, because it's not even middle age. So when you said about middle age, or however you phrase that, it's not even that anymore. It's are are you stressed? It's young ones. I'm stressed. I'm this. I'm that. I had COVID. Yeah, it's all it's all around. So what can we do to help? That is what I I like to help help them. Let them know that there is help and there is hope and whatnot. And it it happens more often than you would believe. Yes.
0: So even younger people, that's distressing. Yes.
1: Because of stress. Wow. Because of stress, yeah. Yeah. And the then wor- they're stressing like, out about their loss so of little. hair. Yeah, the world is very different. We all know that. Wherever, you know, it's just, it's different. Things have changed a lot. And people stress out a lot more now than they used to. So yeah, yes.
0: Wow. Okay, so what <laughs> tips do you have for people with thinning hair? Um, that Besides one reduce is- your stress and not get COVID. <laughs>
1: Oh, that, that's it, that's it as well. But I always tell them because it is, it's thinning hair, my hair's thin, what do I do? My number one, I can show you because I, I use this almost every night as well, the botanical hair and scalp tonic. I developed mm. this two, two and a half years ago. And I oh. did this because I did I did testing on myself first. I started adding because I have tea tree eucalyptus oil, which is where it all started. I used to have people use the tea tree eucalyptus oil and we would see promising great results with faster, quicker, more hair growth because of the fact that it's really stimulating the blood circulation to the scalp. So I started increasing my own, just adding more of the essential oils to it and seeing, do I see an upswing? Do I see changes with this? And I did. So then I started testing on my friends and everyone around me. And then I developed a product and we did clinicals on it. And I can't claim the word hair growth, but we can claim fuller, thicker, stronger, healthier hair because um, it doesn't have monoxidil, It does have tea tree, eucalyptus, rosemary, lavender, peppermint, and castor oil. And people are discovering the amazing benefits of castor oil as of late as well. I've had castor oil in my products for a long while now, but people are realizing, oh, castor oils. I mean, it's been in my tea tree for um, 22 years. I've got castor oil in there, but people are realizing the power of castor oil all of a sudden. So yes, it's over 30% of the essential oils. So, when I tell people, why would you opt for a chemical when you can opt for essential oils that aren't going to interfere with your hormones or your, you know, all those sort of disruptors? Um, I would opt for the natural form. I would. So, you have nothing to lose. At least start that if you don't get the results you want from that. Cause I have people ask me about PRP all the time. Now, I just had someone here ask me, what do you think of PRP? I'm like, it works. I don't know how I don't know how painful it is cuz I've never done those things, but it does work. I don't know. It's not completely guaranteed. Like PRP, I know for your elbows and your knees it's great. It great results. I've had shoulder issues. They did PRP with my shoulder and they warned me it's not great results on the shoulder cuz of doing hair for it since I was 19. Um I didn't get great results with it, but I did physical therapy and was able to help it a PRP with your scalp it's the same thing it's like it's not fantastic but it's hope so it's like why not try the essential oils first and right. then if you need to go on further than that then go it or yes you can do both um on QBC, there's the what is it the hair hair max and with him I've met him when he's on air selling his is the laser for the hair growth and I've told him I have so many clients that have his hair max and I tell them use a tonic and then use the hair max so you're you're like double dutying it. It's like priming your walls and then painting them or shellacking and then finishing it. So yeah, it's um it, it really is double duty, but I tend to keep you in the natural, the essential oils and realm instead of the chemicals. I I'm just that way. I'm not I'm not good. I don't like medications. I'm like I will take the natural route whenever I can.
0: I'm I I I subscribe to that a hundred percent. I feel you. the exact same way uh yeah i mean p r p is is great for many people and uh, it's also expensive i mean there's yeah, also that's the other part it's a it. little cost prohibitive for many people where I would think that your shampoos and conditioners and treatments are probably a little bit more affordable and um you know manageable for most people and yeah i, I you just said a bunch of ingredients that i think we all recognize what they are uh we can pronounce them <laughs> and uh <laughs> Castor castor oil is you know it is it's been having a little bit of a of a shining moment again. People are using it on their eyebrows, their eyelashes, and they're seeing some great results. And I have
1: have a brow serum, and it's funny you said that because I had people when we came out with the botanical tonic, I had people that had thin brows and like, oh, I use it on my brows. I'm like, okay, I like the idea of that, but for your scalp, you spray it on. You do ten front right, ten front left, ten back right, ten back left, and it's a liquid, so you massage it in you do it with your head tilted back so it doesn't drip. So when they're telling me they're doing it in their brows, I'm like, okay, I get the idea. I get the concept, but I wouldn't want 30% of any essential oil in your eye area. So I created literally a enhancing brow serum specifically for the brow. It's a gel form. And it actually also works as a great brow tamer for your brows as well. But my customers are the ones that got me onto that because I started doing the tonic and I did it with Q-tips. And every time I opened up a bottle of my tonic, I put a Q-tip, like I would end up with 10, 15 dropping in the bottle. I'm like, this is ridiculous because it slips out of your hand. So I'm like, I need to create one specifically for the brows. So I did. And the irony of that is it does have the same ingredients. It is a thicker like gel form, but also that one has biotin added to it. And we all know the power of biotin. So you'll notice you have to cut your brows more often because of the biotin. But I do have people that actually use the brow serum now also on their edges and their hairlines. And I do it too. I learn from my customers, like I do my tonic and then I do my enhancing brow serum on my edges or around your hairline where it might be thinner or weaker. And you'll actually see because of the biotin, you'll actually see what happens there. It's pretty amazing. So a lot of my formulations come from either a need, a request, or um some sort of inspiration from my customers and clients.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I would think you just need to change the applicator and probably how you apply it. That must have been kind of cool to know that you could use it, that, that your customers discovered that for you.
1: Yeah, it really was. And, I, and, and mine, my brows, you can see them. They're not going to be able to see me. But my brows used to be, number one, they were okay up to my arch. And then after my arch, there wasn't much there. But now it's, that's my full brow. I didn't even put it on this morning. Usually I do it morning and night, but they're tame and they're in place. They used to be unruly. So it tames your brows as well. And again, I don't even have it on. It just tames them so that with continual use, your brows just become more um, tame and more ruly. They're not like I used to have unruly all over the place brows. They were a mess.
0: By the way, he has beautiful brows. They are. They are. (laughs) They're great. I, you know what? I'm like, ooh, I think I'm going to use that because I have pretty, I pride myself on my brows normally, but I am noticing like down at the
1: end, you're right. You're Right. Yeah. From your arch down, that's how mine works. From my arch down, it's called the tail. I didn't have much of a tail. So I focus on the tail and it's not a joke. When I put it on, I go slightly above my brow, slightly below my brow. And I go down here, like, where do you want your tail to end? Like, don't stop where your tail is now. Where is your wish list for your tail? Because that's where I want it to end. I want it to frame my eyes and my face. So yeah, That's end where you want it to end, not where it currently ends.
0: How long did you, would you say it, it took for you to start noticing results there after using it? Um,
1: it's funny you say that because we did a clinical in 30 days. And with two weeks, you saw them in 30 days, you see huge. But we have our manager here at this salon. She's a cancer survivor of probably eight years now. Uh-huh. When she first went through her treatments, she lost her hair, she lost her brows, and she lost her lashes. Her hair grew back, not quite as thick, but she's a tonic girl now. Um, her lashes grew back, but her brows never grew back. She would always pencil them in. So probably about two years ago now, a year and a half, two years ago, I said, Chloe, you need to use it. She goes, I don't have brows. I'm like, that's why you need to use it. Right. So it is not a joke. In the first week, I drove in the parking lot. She came running out. There, and I'm like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Because she's the lawn manager. She's like, oh my God, look, honey, look, honey. She's in my face. Look, look, look. Aww. And then week two, she now has... Full brows, amazing brows from eight years ago, from losing it from when she never came back after cancer. So yes, there is hope. In our clinicals, I did it. I When we did our clinical, I did it on women who way over plucked back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, whenever they did, or over tweezed or did over that. Because I wanted to see, even if you think there's no hope from you, is it? Yes, that takes longer, but it still happens. Like Again, with her, she had nothing. And within a week, she's like, look, two weeks, look. So you see it quickly. Our clinical, like I said, was only a 30-day clinical. And I honestly did a 30-day because with my tonic, we -hmm. did our clinical. We started September of 2019. Mm -hmm. The final day was March 16th of 2020. And we all know what that is.
0: Oh, we sure do.
1: They almost canceled it because COVID was shutting down. And I'm like, I would have lost, and it was tens of thousands of dollars, the clinical, I would have lost all of that, but they had it. One woman called and was fever. I'm like, no, no, stay home, stay home, you're good. And she was one of my best ones, but we we still have her good at one month, which is great. But the reason when I did the brow one, I'm like, I'm hoping that I see results in 30 days because I knew if we do it and we're locked down in COVID again, I'm gonna lose that whole uh, test. So I had faith in it and we had great results at 30 days, which is amazing. So yeah, that was a learning. So, lesson. Did you thought, what?
0: Did you did you foreshadow COVID? Then I mean, the timing is a little crazy.
1: <laughs> Wait, what part for what?
0: No, the, I was gonna. I was joking that you must have foreseen oh, COVID because yeah, of, of the timing. So,
1: yeah. it, well, here's the other part that's kind of funny. If you listen to me on Jeff Lewis and all, you probably know about Marisol, my housekeeper. She's been with me since 1998, so 25 years. On March 16th, the day I came home from that clinical, when you know the photographer that's doing it, his wife was pregnant. We were all masked. One woman just flew back from Europe and we're like being really cautious. I came home and I said, would you and Grace, who her daughter was 13 years old, I said, would you and Grace be okay staying here for like two weeks? Because I didn't want her coming and going. And I said, would you and Grace be okay staying here for two weeks? We're almost three and a half years later and she's still living there.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. It's not a
1: joke. She's like, part. she's been part of the family, but now she's like, tell me if you're tired of me, if you want me out. It's my house next door. I have a house next door that she's staying in, But her daughter's like, are you sure he's not tired? of you? Are you sure he doesn't want us to leave? But it was, can you come for two weeks on March 16th of 2020, which is now almost three and a half years into it. So that's the Yeah, joke. you
0: you have new family members now. That's, yes, yeah. I didn't
1: foresee that. If you want to ask me, like, I did not foresee that. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's awesome. I mean, he's I think we, we all kind of, made out, made the best that we could out of that situation. But and yeah. so they said that like hair products and beauty products and things like that really picked up during that time because people were isolated and we could if you could order it and have it delivered, that's what you did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, our QVC did great, especially that first year when no one left their house whatsoever. That's right, right. Yeah, QBC and even QVC in itself. Because you're home, watch that people discovered QVC in that time frame. So, yeah, you know, unfortunately, there unfortunately was a lot more not great stuff, but thank oh, good stuff did come out of it. Thank goodness.
0: As somebody sitting here with COVID, I can tell you a lot of great stuff did not come out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so how do you? Okay, here's another question for you. How do you recommend women's style long and short hair to make it appear fuller? Um, Since we're talking about thinning.
1: Yeah. And this is easy as well. I always like, especially even my when women or girls or people have been following me on QVC for the past 18 years. My God, when I say that, I'm like, yeah, it's 18 years. Um, and they they said that they finally listened to me and they finally used, you know, their cleansing conditioner and they used it as a leave-in conditioner. Finally, I'm like, I've been saying it. I say it all the time. I would never just cleanse my hair, cleanse, rinse, repeat, and not put product back in it because I will have clean, shiny, pretty hair, but I wouldn't have all of this body. It would just be clean. It would lay flat, but it wouldn't have all this volume and body if I didn't use the leave-in conditioner because it fills your hair with moisture and hydration. I met a girl last night at the 4th um, of July party. And when I said about not using lather, she didn't know who I was in my whole story. And she goes, wait, you don't use shampoo? And I said, no, I haven't used it in 30 years, believe it or not. And she says, I. she told me, she goes, I don't use conditioner. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I could tell because her hair was, she was a beautiful, I think she was Puerto Rican, she said, beautiful Puerto Rican with long hair, but it was very matte and it was very dull because she strips it with shampoo and doesn't put moisture back in it. And I said, I, I, I could fix you over in one shot. And because she doesn't use conditioner because, and I said, you don't use it because it weighs your hair down, right? And she goes, Exactly. And I said, that's the opposite of cleansing conditioner. When I first went went with this crusade 30 years ago, cleansing conditioner, people thought I don't want to use conditioner because it weighs my hair down. And the reason traditional conditioner weighs your hair down is because it's loaded with polymers, fillers, binders, and waxes to detangle your hair from all the mess that the shampoo does to it. So yes, of course it does. But cleansing conditioner doesn't contain all those polymers, fillers, binders, and waxes. So I'm retraining people to think, of the way they think of conditioner because they have a really negative you know, idea of what conditioner does to your hair. So once they sign on board and they realize, oh, by putting leave-in conditioner, it does actually lump up my hair and give my hair more volume and body. But then the other part is in the salon, I always use my styling cream. And what that is, is it's heat protectant, anti-frizz, adding shine and body to the hair. But all the products I created is because I I listened and I knew my customer. And when I used to sell the shampoos and conditioners and deep conditioners and the whole spectrum, my clients would leave with like nine, 10 products at a time because they were all separate categories. And I would ask them, do you need anything? Like, no, I didn't even use what I had from last time. Like, but you've got to maintain your hair. They're like, I don't, it's too much. It's too confusing. It's, I don't want to do all that. And they want their hair to feel like hair. So when I was creating my product, I knew number one, You can't have it feel like it's product in the hair. You want it to be light and weightless, that is not weighing down your hair. And you want it to feel better by using it than if you don't use it. So that's what I did with the styling cream. And it does all that. But then, as I tell you, my QVC customer, my customer would tell me, I want more volume because this is the answer to your question. I want more volume, more volume. Can you make a mousse? Can you make a mousse? And I knew what mousse was like in the eighties you know, and nineties. And it's yeah, yeah. nasty and crispy and hard yeah, crispy, and dull. And everything, yeah. nothing, nothing good about it, but big hair, but nothing good about it. So I thought, oh, if I'm gonna do mousse, it would have to be completely different. So I have it, and mine is a liquid mousse, but it has literally amino acids in here, peptides in here, 4G complex in here. So it has skin-loving ingredients. What it doesn't have is all that nasty. Tacky, sticky um, ingredients that bog up your hair, that build up on your hair, that weigh down your hair, that dull your hair, and all those things. So, mousse, I use it on every person, whether they're male or female, no matter who sits in my chair, no matter how long or short their hair is. And I show them, we've done side by sides that show you if I use mousse on one side and not the other, I'll show you how much more volume and body you get. And it's not a joke. The more you use, the better. You saw the length of my hair. And I do 24 pumps of mousse in my hair. Um, we have models that have like chin length hair. And they'll say, oh, I use six or eight. I'm like, you know what? I want you to use 16 or 20. And the next time I see them, I'm like, how did you know? I'm like, I created the product. More, more is better um, as far as that goes. We have models on QVC, like my black girl, Wendy. She uses, I think it's 45 pumps of mousse in her hair. And her hair is so silky and so soft and so defined and so hydrate and you touch it and it's like, it's just so soft and cushiony. So it is the more the better. People, again, are afraid of using too much because they know from the bad mousse that right. it feels horrible. And actually, uh-huh. um, and Lauren, who I just am doing right now, I did her hair curly yesterday. And when I met her before she went live, I added more mousse to her dry finish styled hair. And it leaves it softer, more airy, more bouncy, more light. It's counterintuitive to what you think. Yeah. You always have to get the idea of mousse out of your head, like shampoo out of your head, cleansing conditioner, traditional mousse versus um, when mousse. It's, it, that is your answer is the mousse, 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 mousse. And more is better to soaking wet hair. I tell them to leave it in their shower because when you apply it to soaking wet hair as your hair either air dries or you blow dry, it absorbs into your hair. I also tell people do not use, and this is especially for fine hair, do not use towels on your hair because they have those nooks and crannies like those English muffins. I used to tell them to use either a soft cotton pillowcase or a soft cotton t-shirt to get the moisture out. But I've even gone beyond that now because I want you to put your products in your soaking wet hair and don't use towels. Don't use anything to dry, either just air dry or blow dry it because then they really absorb into your hair. If you put the products in and then use a towel, uh, tish, uh, soft cotton t-shirt or soft cotton pillowcase, about 50% of the products you just put in your hair are absorbed into the t-shirt or the pillowcase now. So I don't even use those anymore. You can wring your hair out before you put the products in, but that's all I say to do, whether you're air drying or blow drying. Oh, does that make sense to you? Yeah, no, it does. And especially with anti-frizz, anti-frizz, because people are like, I frizz, frizz, frizz. I'm like, you're frizzing because... You either didn't put your products in soaking wet hair first and let them absorb into your hair and then you won't frizz. Or number two, you put the products in and then you use a cotton t-shirt or uh, a pillowcase or a towel and all the products absorbed into that and now you're frizzing. So yeah, once they learn that, like, okay, I get it, it makes sense. So yeah, it's it's how I do it now. And it's again, mine evolves as well because I used to be cotton t-shirts, cotton pillowcases. So I realized like half my product's absorbing into that. It's not in my hair anymore. Does that make sense?
0: Right. And you, yeah. And you used to be anti-mousse. And so now look at you. <laughs> now it's like
1: mousse, mousse, mousse. mousse, I, mousse. mousse. I, Yeah. I would not style my hair without the mousse. I not, never, it's not like, oh, am I going to use it? It's the same with like my skincare. I have my staples. I stick with it morning and night and that's it. Same thing with my hair products. And I only use, I literally only use my WEN products and Bell Spirit products Hair, face, body, skin—that's it. I don't use any outside products from hair to toe.
0: That's amazing! Wow. Yeah, no, I knew about the towel thing. I did because I have I have curly yeah, naturally. I have wavy curly hair. You you can't see it now because it's up. But um, and when I first moved to Manhattan, I went to uh, Devashan Salon, which is known for curl. They do curly hair there, and. That they had to re they train me how to style my hair and I they had like a special you know you go like this and the the no no uh, no lather shampoo that was really hard for me as it is I think for a lot of people to get used to when you're used to lather because that's how you feel like your hair is getting clean I had to be retrained I get it of course over the years I've kind of gone back because my hairstyles changed and whatever. But yeah, I get it. In theory, it makes total <laughs> sense. It makes complete sense. So let me ask you, if your hair is thinner, are there any type of products or hot styling tools to avoid? I know you're going to say yes, but it <laughs> <That> was <laughs> a leading question. But-
1: <laughs> right. I mean, and I'm being serious, all of them, because they all take a toll on your hair. The other thing I notice is that, again, uh, okay, I know a lot of people that have Dyson's and use Dysons. And the oh first God, thing, I'll, oh
0: God, oh God, don't ruin that for
1: me. Oh no, no. no well, no. the first thing I tell them is turn the heat down. They're so okay. hot. They're too hot. No, you can use them, but Ugh. turn that heat down. The heat's way too hot. Um really? and then and then the the Revlon ones, they use the blow dryer ones and whatnot with a brush. I have clients that come in. I saw I saw a client like uh like eight weeks ago. She came in and her hair looked a bit thinner. She's in her seventies for sure. And um her hair looked a bit thinner. Then she came back four weeks later and it was dramatically thinner. And I said something about she goes, Oh, my hair is just getting thinner. I'm like, No, look at your your scalp, your hair is not thinning. Look at the mid shaft and the ends, it's thin and there's nothing there. I'm like, You it's the heat. What are you doing? And she told me it was the Revlon dryer thing. I'm like, if you have a heat control, you got to turn it. I'm coming out with one in September, thank goodness, because my heat is like half of what theirs claim to be, and I'm proud of that because. It's people. That is the number one thing you see: is people's hair. What grows out of your scalp is the actual thickness of your hair. I keep taking it down and showing you. But what grows out of your scalp is the actual thickness of your hair. And what happens at the ends of your hair is what you're doing to it. It should be the same thickness from your scalp all the way through to your ends. And if it's not, it's usually either the chemicals that you're using on your hair or the heat and the styling that you're doing to your hair. But if it's finer, thinner, and weaker at the ends, it's either the chemicals. The heat or a combination of both. But you should have the same thickness from roots to ends. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> are you Sorry. getting
1: are you getting your light bulb moment? Is your light bulb turning? No, I'm on? I'm
0: laughing because you know, every time I try to grow my hair out, I I always have like this dead, you know, inch or so at the end of my hair because I get my hair colored so much. Um especially now that I'm getting older, uh, it seems that I used to be able to go two months. Now I can barely get a month, you know, so it's picking up frequency. And that's why I said something is going to give. So I air dry, I let my hair air dry. I'd say at least 300 days of the year, at least possibly more. Yeah.
1: I just, just that way. It's, it's so much easier.
0: Well, it is. And, you know, as I said, something's got to give. I'm not ready to give up the hair color yet. And when I do, I will blow my hair out more. But until then, you know, I'm very careful with how I blow my hair out when I blow it out. I thought the Dyson was good. I got an air wrap about three, almost three years ago. and Yeah, we're
1: good. Just turn the heat down so it's not so hot. You don't need that much heat.
0: Good to know. And also, I don't use it all that much. I mean, I just use it on special
1: occasions. Occasion. Yeah, and the other part a tip for you as you're saying because i get this all the time and especially in florida in the midst of summer when it's 98 degrees and 100 percent humidity for them i always get what do i do for frizz how do i combat frizz and especially if you're air drying you would take your leave you know always cleanse rinse repeat with the cleansing conditioner always like for me for the length of my hair i do three pumps from the 32 ounce as my leave-in conditioner I don't frizz, but if I did, I would take anywhere from two to four drops of the treatment oil, the women's treatment oils, add that into your leave-in conditioner. And then when you do the styling cream, add two to four drops. It can definitely be more, but start with two to four. And as long as you don't frizz, put that bit, mix those in, put it in your soaking wet hair. But if you don't put it in soaking wet hair, it's already started to frizz. If you towel dry your hair, it's already started to frizz. The key is putting in it in drenched, dripping, soaking wet hair. As soon as you rinse your hair and you turn off that shower, it goes in your hair, and you will not frizz. I've had so many people do and say, "Oh my gosh, you've saved my life." You don't believe it? You can't imagine? Like I know it works. It one hundred percent works. And I start with less of the oil mixed in with your leave-in conditioner and your styling cream because if you need more next time, just add a little bit more, and you'll find the balance figure of it exactly. It out. Right. Yeah. Yep. But that's, it, it really does it, and that's in the most humid of humid. Uh, places. Yeah. Florida
0: and the dead of summer is pretty humid. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, you know what I'm like taking, that's a good, good tip. And we will get more
1: shine and moisture and hydration from it too, which is the other bonus.
0: Who doesn't want that? Especially, (laughs) especially if you're like me and you color your hair a lot. uh, I've noticed that my hair has lost a lot of its shine because its pride basically <laughs> um, even though my hair is in pretty good condition for so many of the colors at the way that they do because I don't use hot styling tools that much I'm very careful and I also don't like I just kind of let it I let it do it it does its own
1: thing you're which, gonna have to send it to me what it is because your hair still should have shine in it but a lot of color is over processed and so forth there are high volumes and that's my other thing as well as I don't use you know, bleaches and lighteners and so forth. And I don't use volumes over um, 25 volume because we're using an Italian line, which is 25. But I don't use high volumes as well because they're 25s like a 20. Um, but yeah, I don't use high volumes as well. So it keeps the shine and the integrity of the hair and so forth. So yeah, you shouldn't have to compromise that unless you are being high volumes or over processing sure. and so I'm sure. forth.
0: I do highlights and color. I just single process with some highlights. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, like I'm, I'm doing it all. I, I'm I'm like a mess. I know it. But I like you know, I like it. But I did I did have that moment where I was like something's gonna have to go and I'm not ready to be to embrace my gray yet. I'm just not there. Not there. Um, not yet. I, I love women that do. I think so. I love it. I think it looks phenomenal on many, many women and I wish I had that in me yet. I just don't.
1: <laughs> I not- I usually I usually tell my clients when they ask me about it, and I'm being right. honest. I usually say, "Wait till you're in your 70s," because no matter if you're 40 and you do it, it is going to people are going to assume you're older than that. So I'm like, "Wait till you're in your 70s to do it," because even now, 60s are a young, you know. The I mean, the new
0: 50s, right? The new right.
1: 50s, exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, "Wait till," because yeah, that's exactly it. Because your 70s are your new 60s,
0: exactly. Right? I, like,
1: that's
0: wait, we're, wait, we're aging wait, backwards. I love it.
1: Yeah, because people are automatically going to assume, oh, she's more mature, she's older, whatnot. It's just the way you view it. Because there are, there's people that are in their 20s and 30s that are gray, and you'll just assume that they're older than they are because of the gray. I don't so, know.
0: I think I have, I, I know a few women that I just think look spectacular. Oh, I just amazing. Do. I just do. And I don't think that they, it's funny. I think if you've got like a young face, young, you know, great skin, I think I 100% tell women, if you're going to do this, you have to change your makeup and you have to wear makeup. I mean, you're, you're going to not look so great if you don't have a strong lip, you know, like play up your eyes, whatever. But I, I, I've been like, wow, I've really, I love it. And I didn't think I would. I, and I just, when I see a woman rocking gray hair and just confident and just, but I think a lot of it's the attitude too. Some women, there's
1: a couple that I follow on Instagram and TikTok that are just really cool and edgy and whatnot. It it is true. But again, if she's in her 20s, you might think, oh, she's probably like 32, 33. You're right. You know what I mean?
0: You're right. I, I know many women my age that have embraced it. And I'm just like, wow, that's incredible. And some of them look, a lot of them look phenomenal. But I also think it's an attitude thing, too. I think if you're confident, I think you can rock almost anything if you've got the confidence.
1: You well, it's funny because I have a client. I have, we have a few clients that through COVID did that. And there's one in particular, I won't disclose who it is. Um, and she loves it and whatnot. But when I look at her before, it's from like three years ago before COVID, I'm like, she definitely does look younger. But if she's happy with it and her confidence, yes, exactly. and she, she's loving it. But she does look younger, you know, with the other when it was colored and so forth. But she has the freedom and she doesn't have to color it now. So it's a trade off and so forth. But if she were to ask, yeah. If she were to ask me, which I think, I would give and I'm not no one knows who it is. So I would give my honest opinion and say, look at this, look at that. It all depends. Cause again, she was, I don't want to say a slave to her regrowth, but she would come in like every eight weeks for it. Now she only has to come in like three to four times a year at the most. Yeah. So, yeah. There's that. That that's job.
0: the part that would because sure. I I, you know, I I love it when I first get it done. And then, you know, I've got like about two weeks, two and a half weeks. I'm great. And then, like one day, I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Uh oh!" And it's no, I just I get that sinking feeling. I just look and I'm like noticing that, "Uh oh!" And then, "Ugh!" It's just sinking. And then you walk around. I walk around for a good week with it not looking so great. And I put like root touch up. Oh boy, now I'm giving away all my secrets and my insecurities. So, um,
1: <laughs> we'll move. No, on. I tell my. I, no, it's the yours is the opposite. And I appreciate you being honest because I have clients that come in like every two weeks because of that. I'm like, just get Color Wow, just get Joan Rivers, just put that in there. I'm like, you don't do your whole head. You only do where your part is and what people see, but they see it. And like, I have ones that come in and lift it and look at this. I'm like, do you wear your hair that way? No, you see it. You have to stop looking at that. And this is a lesson for everyone, but yes, you see it, but you're not showing that to the world. You're not lifting your hair. Like, look in here. So how you wear your hair if you want, just blend it in and camouflage that with a touch up. But you don't, you don't do your whole head. You only do what's you know visible to the world. As long as you can accept it and not beat yourself up looking at your grays that are coming in, and that's the I, most yeah. part. That's the highest part about it.
0: That's what I do. I just, I, yeah, I listen. If I can buy myself another week or so with the root touch up, why not? You know, and, I mean, it doesn't look as good, but it, it you know, it works in a works on a pinch.
1: Yeah. Right. What you need. Yes.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So let me, uh, my next question is what's your holistic approach to hair care and can you explain this philosophy? I mean, I think you've kind of touched on this, but.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I, number one is when I launched my products, I launched them in November of 2000. I, um, no animal testing, no animal byproducts. I've been, you know, I, I I launched that way and it's the buzz thing now. Everyone's dropping the animal test, animal byproducts. Yeah, yeah, you're out of the curve. Right. I launched that way. I'm now vegan. I've been vegan for almost four years. Before that, I was pescatarian for five years. So it's September will be nine years that I've not eaten meat, chicken, turkey, or any of that stuff. And the first five years were pescatarian. And then I ate a lot of fish and I thought I'm probably getting more plastic than I am fish, honestly. And I also am compassionate about the fish. So I stopped that. And September will be four years now that I've been a vegan. And I, I love it. I do love it. People ask me, I'm like, and the craziest thing is, and I get it asked every time, where do you get your protein? I'm like, have you seen a gorilla? Have you seen an elephant? Have you seen a horse? Have you seen a giraffe? Where do you think, especially, just name a horse and an elephant. Where do you think they get their protein? A gorilla, how strong a gorilla is. A panda, they eat bamboo. It's you get it from your plants. It's just a misconception. It's, it's weird because people like almost shame vegans. Like, where do you get your protein? Are you afraid about protein? I'm like, look at these animals. The, the largest animals, and it's the same thing as their teeth. Animals that have straight across teeth are not meant, they're not carnivores. They're not meant to eat meat. Humans have straight across teeth. I'm just on, being honest. Right. Um, we don't have fangs that are meant to tear meat apart like lions are. You get what I mean? But also, look, I am a Leo, but look at lions, what happens after they eat that meat. They are sluggish and you nothing happening until it's processed and it goes through their system. And then, okay, we're, we're feeling a little bit better again. But yeah, I get hit with that. So again, I wasn't vegan when I launched my product, but I've always been based on nature I base a lot of it from my grandmother, who taught me like about witch hazel and different herbs and, and rosemary and geraniums and ju- even geraniums. Like it would break off. We'd play in her plants as a kid, and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I broke her flower." She says, "It's okay. Come here, watch." And she would take a geranium, stick it in the ground, and bring us back like two weeks later, and like, "Look, I now have a plant." So she taught me, and I love that. Taught me about nature. I grew up in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, mostly Pennsylvania, with all the nature and. All of that stuff. And I that's what I love about LA. I have a salon in New York. I love the city. I love the hustle and bustle of the city. It brings me back to my roots of where I grew up when I was in my teens and whatnot. But to be able to come back home and be in nature and be able to go to the city and get that energy and that buzz and that hustle and that bustle, the restaurants there are amazing. So it's that balance. And I hope I'm answering you properly, but it's that balance. But I everything I do is derived and based off. Being influenced by nature, yep. plants, animals, bird, all of it, na- nature.
0: And you seem like you've embraced it a lot earlier than. I mean, yes, it's it's kind of hot and trendy now. I don't think that's going to change. Actually, um I no, think that's just sort of God, our. I it'll stay. No, I don't think it will. Um,
1: yeah, but, no animal testing, no animal byproducts, and we're recognized by the leaping bunny. And I'm really proud of that. But it's been that way for almost 23 years. Right, right. It's not like oh, it's a buzz it's thing. Like yep, you took something animal. out
0: to get that, right? you've always yeah. been like that. So I think you've already said what products you recommend for using with, pe- for people with thinning hair. You already mentioned those, but you want to re-mention the kind ones of, again? Yeah.
1: The tonic. So the botanical hair and scalp tonic is a scalp treatment. So it's to help stimulate, promote um, blood circulation in the scalp to give you a fuller, thicker, stronger, healthier hair growth. And we have our clinicals on that one. That was our COVID clinical one. Right. Um, and then following up in the morning, the number one thing, I literally have in my notes. I'm not, it's not a joke. In my notes on my phone, I have thin hair and it gives everything in there because I send that out daily, wow. Daily. Wow. daily. And it's always the tonic, then tea tree. Um, tea tree, because of, like we said, look, the Google, the amazing benefits of tea tree is incredible, but also has the castor oil in there as well. And it's been that way for 22 years. But I also recommend to them so they know, and it's on my list. I like, again, I copy and paste it and send it to when they ask is the 613-319, they're my highest level of treatment in my lines, and they are the soy proteins, they're free of wheat, gluten, and nuts, and they have the amino acids, they have the peptides, the goji berry, the 4T complex. So they're a thicker formulation, so they really help plump up your hair. Um, and then the only other one is where it started is my my treatment oils, and this is where the foundation started. But you can do just one full dropper front right, one full dropper front left, one full dropper back right, one full dropper back left, and massage it into your scalp. And it gives you a scalp treatment again, stimulating, promoting healthier hair growth. But it also adds shine to your hair that we talked about earlier with the treatment oil. So my foundation started with the treatment oils, and I wanted to take that further. And that's when the botanical tonic was born. And I went from 10% essential oils to 30% essential oils. And you see a drastic difference so right. it's the right. no-brainer and then for fuller hair the mousse is always in there like yeah, the if you want volume the mousse and trust me don't be scared of the mousse more is better um like i said people are the idea of mousse it's a hard pill to swallow um but once they do and they use more even my models on qbc i once to use like 10 12 pumps i'm like okay because they're like how come when you come to town my hair is so much fuller i'm like because i use more mousse and then they do it and they're like, and now their hair looks that way every day. So, yeah, just trust me on that. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? It doesn't weigh your hair down. So, you right. just trust that more is better. And the other part that's important is our phone numbers on every bottle. And I encourage people, if you have one question or 20 questions, call us because you literally speak to a live person. It's not all that computer stuff. I can't stand that. I can't stand when you call and you got to. Push all these buttons and numbers to get to someone. It's so uh, frustrating.
0: I, I don't know one person on the, in this on this planet that would say that they love <laughs> no, being stuck it's in so a rotary. And and yeah. Um. So, what products from the new Pina Colada collection would you recommend to people with thinning hair, and why? Like, what what is the Pina Colada collection? You've not mentioned that.
1: And it's funny that you say that, actually, because the pina colada pineapple is great for your scalp. It's great for stimulating and promoting blood circulation as well. So I would say out of that line, the most would be definitely the pina colada, uh, the cleansing conditioner, because that pineapple is incredible to, number one, exfoliate but blood circulation and stimulate the scalp. It's incredible. And then also so is the coconut. And for that, plus the shine of your hair. So the pineapple and the coconut are incredible for that. But I would 100% also lock in that mousse, and I'm not joking because we keep coming back to the mousse, you're not going to have the body without it. And okay. again, if you question it, just ask me. You'll get more shine. You get more volume. You get more body. Your hair, like mine is from last night. It's from yesterday. And it just, it's like a slinky. It just bounces right back into place. His hair it's, is gorgeous, it, by the way. I, I would love and it. <laughs> it's <laughs> And amazing. all I did yesterday, I didn't use brushes. I just blew the moisture out because I did it at like seven o'clock at night when we were going outside for the fireworks. So all I did is that, put it up in my top knot, slept with it. And it's all this volume. It just, it picks it up because the mousse is in there. Oh, and I actually, I take that back because I, I sprayed it with my replenishing mist, which is, a, it is another great one, guys, in the peanut clutter or any of my categories, because it's filled with, again, the 11 amino acids peptides, 4T complex. The more you spray it on your hair, do it morning and night. I literally have moms ask me, it's like their three-year-old daughters are like, is it my imagination or is her hair getting fuller and thicker? I, well, what are you doing? Like, well, I spray her every morning with the replenishing mist. It's my skincare regimen and my hair care regimen. So when I woke up this morning, before I go to bed, I sprayed it, just like 10 spritzes. When I woke up this morning, I sprayed 10 in the back, like 12 in the front, and I put it in the top knot. And what it does is it it reshapes the mousse style cream. Everything that's in my hair is like resetting. It's like a reset. Right, you told me right. to reset my computer when we started this live. or right, put, right, put right. It it. It's like resetting it because my products are in my hair, but I want to revive my hair, spritz it with the replenishing mist to help thicken up your hair, help plump your hair, but also give your hair that volume and body a, re, a, a good reset without using hot tools because I don't, I'm the same as you. I air dry 300 plus days of the year. The only times I blow dry is if I'm live on QBC and I'm getting out of the shower and I'm going live on air and I have to be dry. Or if I'm going to a vent and I'm drying it to diffuse it, to get it curlier or whatnot. But I air dry and I encourage every client that comes to our salon. I'm like, I'll ask them, especially if they're new. I'm like, how often do you blow dry your hair? And they'll say, Oh, every time. Like ask everybody in this room, especially when I have when customers in here like, oh, no, we don't we air dry. We air dry. And I encourage that because it buys you more time. It's much easier on you. And when you realize that the products that you're using are what are taming your hair and shaping your hair, that you don't have to rely on heat or blow dryers or curl irons or flat irons, it gives you so much more time and freedom. And you're saving on the health of your hair as well.
0: Yeah, you are. The only the only thing is, is uh, you know, in the dead of winter, you know. That, and,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Well, that, I, that kind of stinks agree, to me. But I I'm agree 100% York. or do it at night, before, you know, when you get home from work. Yeah. So by the time you go to bed, it's almost dry. And that's also a fix for that because you usually have the heat on. So by the time you go to bed, it's like 80, 90% dry. And then you wake up, you're like, oh, look at this. So yeah, yeah you true. can do that as that's well. True.
0: I just, I need water on my head to wake me up. It's like a cup of coffee to me. It's like, I don't. I'm that
1: way. Yeah. No, I'm that way. Because yeah. I don't do coffee. So I'm yeah. that way too.
0: Right. It's your right. wake up. It's that my wake up. Water. Exactly. Well, this has been great. Is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap it up? Because this has been fascinating. And, um, um,
1: When, when does this happen? When does this go out there?
0: Uh, I. I don't know yet. We're going to pretty soon, pretty soon. Like okay. I, I put a new podcast up every couple of weeks, which I'm going to, uh, so probably like a, a month, I'd say. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. If they were to catch it in July, we have a sale in July. That's why I was wondering if it oh, would okay. be in July. It's my birthday month and we've been doing it for our customers for years now. For my birthday month, they get 40% off. There's no promo code. Just go and get your 40% off on Jazdine through the month of July, if this is out in July. Well, and maybe not, I'll move
0: this one around so it is. How's that? <laughs> that way they get it. They'll,
1: they'll love you even more. Yeah, they'll get 40% off. Um, of course, they want
0: to save everybody money. So.
1: Yeah, it's everything except gallons. And then we have clearance items that are already 50% off. So it's everything else on the site. And then, um, no, it's just I'm coming out with my blow dryer tool, hopefully September. Every time I use it, people are like, oh my gosh, I want that and my element is for those reasons those hot tools that are so hot again if you can brush your hair you can do it, it and and it weighs less than 2 pounds with the attachments cuz that's like I told you I had frozen shoulder from doing my hair for since I since I was 19 so it's like I I much prefer to use the styling tool that weighs less than 2 pounds than the blow dryers and the brushes and all that oh, i yeah. killed my shoulders all those years so it's easy for people with, you know, grabbing onto issues, whatnot. Um, and I'm really excited about it. I've been working on it for probably a year and a half now. So it's almost ready to come out, which should hopefully be September, fingers crossed.
0: That's amazing. Congratulations. You've got a lot of exciting things going on. And I, I'm going to assume they're going to continue, especially if your customers keep suggesting things to you.
1: <laughs> so. Well, and I'm, yeah, I'm working on a color. Well, and you saw my color. There's no, if someone was complimenting about my highlights last night. I don't have any highlights. it's a glossing, and that's what I would tell you as, as your color's growing and what you're saying, when you especially do a glossing, you have salt and pepper in your hair. So when you do a glossing it picks up on the salt, it picks up on the pepper and it grows in forgiving so you don't ever have that hard line of demarcation growing in and that's your next step after you're ready to transition out of. I'm before, you, before you let go of it all, you what you're doing when you do that, anyone with salt and pepper or lights and darks in their hair, It plays on, I explain it like if you have a piece of wood, a raw piece of wood, and you paint it, it's whatever color you painted it. It's very monotone, it's very flat. If you have a raw piece of wood and you varnish it, all the depth and dimension and highs and lows that are in there come alive. Or you varnish it, it all comes alive. And that's what a glossing is versus traditional color. Traditional color changes it to exactly whatever color you pick and what color that is. And there's some dimension in there, but when you do glossings, it picks up on all the highs and lows and the valleys that are naturally in your hair. So it's a great transition for people that are salt and pepper that don't want to commit to every three weeks, every four weeks, getting their hair done. It grows in really forgiving. So I've been working on this for a year and a half as well. This will probably be out next year. And colors that color that I have on my hair is what I'm using. You'll see Lauren's after um, when I do it. I'm using the same color in her that I have, but it's not going to look anything like mine and that's what's amazing about because I have the cool icy iridescent blonde and we're using it on her to cancel out her red and her brassiness. So, it's really amazing. I'm excited about that because I've done glossings for 30 years now and I've had people say, "I want it at home." So, it'll finally after 30 years of asking. That's crazy. I found an Italian company that's vegan, cruelty-free, and ammonia-free, and I've been working with them for the last year and a half. So, we only have one more color that we're honing in on and then we're ready to uh, probably go to market, hopefully mid 2024. And I'm crazy excited about because you can do it in a privacy of your own home.
0: Can't wait. I'll be, sign me up. Thank you <laughs> so much. It.
1: Come Thanks. in and see me. Come in and see me in New York. We just Bye. opened there in January. We're at I 59 Glenn Avenue in the West Village. We're in the West Village. It's amazing and beautiful there. And I'm there. I'll be there July 17th through the 30th. I go about every four to six weeks for two weeks at a time. So I'll be there in July. Th- 17th through the 30th. And then I'll be back. I think it's September 6th through the 20 something.
0: Oh, right in time for fashion week. Good job. Yes. All right. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. This has been thank amazing. You. It
1: was a pleasure. They have your contact, right? Yep. Oh,
0: yep. So
1: I want to sure send you, you some things. Make sure I have your contact, please. Oh, God.
0: i love it. Okay. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast, this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts. It helps us out a lot. I have a new pro-aging podcast bi-weekly, so please contact Lauren at Fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Thanks so much, everyone. And remember, there are things you can do for thinning hair that don't involve chemicals. Take care, everybody. Be well.